Welcome back, everybody. Here we are, episode 26. Ryan, how are you feeling tonight? You doing okay? Oh, yeah. Today's going to be great. Uh, I had to work, so. Oh, that, that'll do it to you every time. Yeah. Having a job's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But happy to be here. Excited. I love, I love it. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. You ready for some updates, Jimmy? Yeah. Let's hear them. What you got? So I'll start with the, the uh, Jerry Seinfeld Mulva car, 1970 <laughs> Lancia Fulvia Rally 1.6 HF Fanalone. For all the Fanalone fans out there, sold for 71584 Ooh, son, that's good money. I have no idea if that's a good deal or not. It's good money, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> very possibly <laughs> let's see and then i also had the 1997 toyota land cruiser prado active vacation 4x4 which sold for fifteen thousand, i believe it was yeah fifteen thousand six hundred. that's about what it costs to go on vacation nowadays right yeah if you're going to disney that's like yeah. one day at disney isn't it yeah it seems fair <laughs> yeah it's but now this, you buy that truck, you can go for a whole month at Disney because you can just stay in your, but, in your machine. Yeah, you're just living in the car. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting news about the 67 Ford Mustang Coupe 390 in uh, the lime gold paint. It only sold for 42000 So 7000 less than the year prior. Yeah, hmm. yeah. On May 15, 2022, it sold for 49989 but it's interesting because it was sold by a, something called Gorilla Customs, Custom Motors, to somebody named Serial Collector. But then it was resold by, like, not Serial Collector, but by another dude, Pierce Miami, to some other guy. So there was a sale in between there that was not on Bring a Trailer. Maybe he was actually a Serial Collector, and he found that it wasn't a breakfast cereal but an actual car and he just wanted to unload it I'm i got, guessing. got confused i have no yeah this i have no explanation <laughs> yeah wait a minute this is a car i'm just gonna stick to captain crunch hoping, from now on yeah i was hoping for some delicious captain crunch next one i was just <laughs> gonna say captain crunch why did well, you go there I, for cereal first that was my first go-to for cereal you know, I don't know, but I tried Captain Crunch one time as an adult, and um, it shredded the, uh, the roof of my mouth. And I will never do that again. <laughs> it is a dangerous cereal. Dangerous, oh, to be painful. Sure. Painful. <laughs> hey, off-topic story that I just have to tell because it was so fascinating to me. My son plays high school golf. So we were at an event and in theory at a high school event, the golf course becomes an extension of a high school. So no drugs, no smoking, no alcohol, because you would not be able to do that at a high school event. And some dudes rolling around on a golf cart, smoking cigars. And to me, that's the worst smell there is. I just don't enjoy them. And it started to drive me crazy because he was at every hole with us and he was stopping. I was getting whiffs of these cigars and the kids are like 
you know, trying to putt and tee off. And no matter where he was at, the wind was blowing right at the kids. So these kids were just like <laughs> trying to make it through this uh, event to this dude. And I finally went up to the guy and I was like, man, I don't, I don't think you're meant to smoke at a high school event. And he's like, well, I usually have two or three while I'm playing golf. I'm like, well, you're not playing golf right now, dude. You're just riding along. You're watching. Yeah. And he didn't really get the hint. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get the hint. So this rules official guy rolls up and I said, hey, this, this dude, I don't think he's meant to be smoking out here. And he's like, yeah, I was super surprised when I rolled up. He was token on his cigar. I said, are you going to say anything? And he's like, well, I mean, he's a grandfather to one of the boys. And I was like, what does that mean? Why would that make a difference? It gives him status. That was his excuse. Yeah. And I was like, well, as a grandfather, he's an adult man and probably can hear the word no from time to time and be all right with it. It's so funny. I couldn't believe it. Like I said, well, he's a a grandfather. All right. Anyway. (laughs) Hey. I was disappointed in the whole situation. Just give him a bowl of Captain Crunch and tell him to quit smoking that cigar. (laughs) Straighten him out. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand people. Society's a little bit messed up right now. He was actually surprised that I would say anything to him about his. He goes, "Well, I only have one vice. This is it." I'm like, "Well, it's a pretty nasty one. It smells terrible." He didn't like that either. But anyway, see, he could he could trade that for Captain Crunch. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that would become his vice. Yeah, and he'd get away with yeah. that in a high school event. It's fine. There's no worries you could there. Do that. Yeah, there's no secondhand Captain Crunch effect. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You know, you're tearing up your own mouth. It's all right. Nobody cares. Harmless. That's funny. <laughs> you're not. You're not getting secondhand diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst I'm when you that, you know. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Those poor I kids. I wasn't eating anything. My buddy was. Yeah. I, was I don't know how they got secondhand diabetes. Totally <laughs> healthy, uh, playing at a golf tournament in uh, high school. And there, lo and behold, I got secondhand diabetes and it ruined my career. <laughs> Darn you, Captain Crunch. <laughs> Man. I'll be okay. Well, you know, <laughs> I think some people listen to this because it's, it's about cars, Jimmy. Here, I think we've we've I've went oh. way off rails and yeah, we even went further. This was beautiful. <laughs> I didn't stop, did I? That's a good thing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all we, good. We can get back on track. Uh, so, back on track. What what are you looking at besides secondhand oh. diabetes? <laughs> no, I'm I'm looking at firsthand diabetes myself, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> Um, I'm not getting it from somebody else. <laughs> um, for the, the first thing I looked at, I saw this and I'm like, oh, I've got a comment on this. And then pretty much every thought I had was in the comments, but, uh, uh, it's, it's an illuminated Lucas sign. And my first thought was, boy, that's an oxymoron. And that very thing is in the comments down below, along with every, everything, uh, else it was uh the first one was oh my goodness it works <laughs> and then there's a note about it being rewired so it's okay <laughs> yeah it's a seller notes that it was rewired under prior ownership that explains the illumination <laughs> <laughs> and then uh i mean there's the the typical comment about the replacement spoke smoke just in case you know because you don't want to let the smoke out 
And then that, uh, and then of course, uh, there are two comments on here about, uh, somebody with an MG and, and hoping that the sign works better than the wiring in their, uh, MG. So two of those, uh, comments. And then the, the one that, uh, you saw, uh, earlier, it was, uh, finding the shorts isn't anything. It's the guy who removes them, or I'm sorry, it was the other one, uh, Joseph Lucas, ladies, man, he always found the shorts. So, so for a little bit of backstory, for those of you who do not drive an MGA on a regular basis, Lucas did the wiring. Well, the hold on. No one drives an MGA on a regular basis <laughs> because of this. <laughs> because of Lucas. Because of Joseph Lucas, yeah. <laughs> so the sign working is a miracle. I love it. Yeah. So uh, who knows where this thing could go? Go through the roof working, uh, you know. Illuminated right sign. Uh, it is currently at $1,000. And when I first looked at it, it was, you know, less than that, quite a bit less. So it seems a little high. I don't know anything about illuminated Lucas signs, but. Well, I have enough fire hazards as it is having four MGs in the garage <laughs> and, you know, two of them not having wiring harnesses in them. I'm still worried, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't need a sign. Oh, so funny. So funny. It's already a lot of uh, danger out in the garage. Uh, the other right. thing I was looking at, just a couple comments on this. It's a 1965 Lotus Elan uh, S2. Uh, it's a cool car and a twin, a twin cam engine, of course. So, you know, that piqued my interest. There was a guy on one of the one of the tours that we did that had one of these and I just, ah, they're neat looking cars. They're super small, uh, really cool looking. This one, they complain in the comments about how the steering wheel is wrapped, is leather wrapped. And then the seller goes on to state that the, uh, the guy who had the car restored wanted it wrapped in leather because he liked the feel of it. I've never really gotten the whole wrapping a steering wheel thing. Uh, and that's the point I wanted to make with this auction. Like every time I've seen it, it looks weird and, I can't imagine, but I also like the wood rim wheels too, but I guess there are people that are just afraid that they're going to get splinters in their hands. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Have you ever heard of anybody getting a splinter in their hand from their steering wheel? No. And I've, yeah, they seem to be quite smooth. Yeah. In some form or another, I've driven an MG with a wooden steering wheel for probably, uh, for the better part of what, uh, uh, 30 years. So, uh, more than that. So it never occurred to me that that could be a thing. No. I mean, I've seen wooden steering wheels. I, they're usually s sanded, smooth, yeah. and then lacquered. Yeah. yeah. yeah well. It's never been a worry of mine. But I, and it, So I don't understand the leather wrap. But hey, to each his own. Yeah. And less of a worry once it's leather wrapped, you know. Yeah, I think that's a good looking car. Red. I mean, I, I like a little Lotus. It's tiny. It's right-hand drive. That would be a, that'd be a fun car. And then you know what? If you buy it, guess what? Unwrap the leather. It's not that complicated. That's right. There should be a wooden steering wheel under there, hopefully. <laughs> Just soft, soft, mushy leather. <laughs> so my picks, Jimmy, you and I actually picked the same one, and then we had a rock, paper, scissors about you know who it would be that would talk about it. So I'll, I'll give it a start, and then you can chime in anytime you want. But this is a no-reserve, 23-year-owned unassembled American retro red racer pedal car. 
So when I read this, I thought, well, why has somebody got, they still got the box, everything. Like it's, it's a red little car, pedal car, as you imagine it would be, you know, 12 inch little rubber tires, black vinyl upholstery comes with some Ferrari stickers and so forth. Uh, It does come also with a size 3T toddler Ferrari jacket and a Ferrari branded racing helmet coin bank. It's a pretty small coin bank. I don't think a a three-year-old can save enough money to buy a real Ferrari with that little tiny coin bank. I'll say that first off. (laughs) Unless you're putting crypto in there. (laughs) Maybe maybe it's for crypto. (laughs) (laughs) Throw some Bitcoin in there. Yeah, yeah. It's just going in there. When you go and bring a trailer, they bring a trailer. They always have on the right hand side this thing that says BAT Essentials, which kind of gives where it's from, who's selling it, some listing details. The whole thing is funny, right? It just says unassembled pedal car, red paint, single black seat, chrome grill with headlight blanks, and this is where it gets pretty interesting. Faux exhaust pipes. It's a pedal car. Why would they be real? Then here's the best part. Twin pedal drive. And then Ooh, back pedal, pedal braking. <laughs> How can you pedal with one pedal one? I mean, that's the first question. So why is that even needed? And then back pedal braking. Like, what? why Why is that even in there? Uh, yeah, this is a pedal it's, car. We know how they work. It's a little too much detail on that thing. That adds value. Just stating that adds value. <laughs> To, to detail it out. Yeah. And so I was thinking about how somebody would have this thing in their basement for 23 years, never unopened, never put together, right? And my imagination tells me this could have been, you know, little Jimmy, when he's a 3T, 4T, dad buys him a pedal car, they go to church, he and his brother get in this fight. Dad's like, you're not getting that for Christmas this year. Throws in the basement, everybody forgets about it. 23 years later, he's like, oh man, Jimmy didn't get a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of that story is believable, except for the part that we went to church. So <laughs> <laughs> you lost me there, <laughs> but uh, it might not be a bad idea for me to uh, poke around dad's house and, uh, and check it out. Cause there's probably something, something like that hanging out there. <laughs> 48 year old uh, no it's can, less than that you're a 46 year old pedal car <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't awesome. be surprised <laughs> yeah but I mean that's, again the whole point of this this podcast is we try to figure out the stories behind these cars what's going on but this one like why why do you have this thing in your basement for 23 years and you haven't put it together somebody was mad at somebody I think in that house well, clearly you've forgotten about it. Yeah, 23 years later. Right. Try to bury the hatchet. <laughs> hey, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you've graduated college now. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. But it ends in seven days. It's already at 9.50. So who knows where this is going to go? I don't know how much pedal cars were when you bought them new, but I don't think they were 9.50. I, I hope they're not 9.50. Well, it's the oh. jacket. Let's, I mean, the jacket's got to be worth something. <laughs> the pig, maybe there's some coins in that piggy bank, too. Yeah. Bitcoin. <laughs> the, yeah, the first Bitcoin's in there. <laughs> there. Wasn't there a story about a guy buying pizza with Bitcoin just to see if he could buy it? What did, What happened? Tell me the story. Apparently, back when Bitcoin was just getting, getting going, there was a guy that had 
some number of Bitcoin. And uh, he, he wanted, I mean, and nobody knew what Bitcoin was at the time. And he, he wanted to, he ended up getting it for something or had it for something. And then he wanted to actually use it to buy something. So he used it. He used some number of Bitcoin to buy a pizza. So whoever sold him that pizza, if they'd held on to it, I don't, you know, would have been worth a lot of money, I guess, at some point. But it was a joke at the time, you know. And he was just yeah, happy sure. that he bought something with it. Uh, this cryptocurrency thing, it's a little strange. I, I, yeah, I don't understand it. And then the second one, Jimmy, is this uh, 2016 Aerial Nomad Tactical. So Aerial makes a car, which is essentially a street-legal race car. They are tiny little things with a solid exoskeleton of steel tubing, uh, powered usually by a Honda four-cylinder motor. They've actually made certain variants with the giant V8s in them, which I don't know why, because these are tiny little light cars meant for racing. But this Aerial Nomad Tactical has a VIN number of you know 0000001, so... Um, probably the first one built in 2016. You can still order these and have them built for you. They started about $92,000. But this Nomad Tactical is an aerial atom with larger tires and bigger suspension. So it almost looks like a dune buggy. And the fellow that owned this has put 20,000 miles on it, which is crazy cool. Wow. Um, it That's would be impressive. super fun to drive. I don't know where. Yeah, you'd almost. You'd almost need like a farm or a bunch of acreage you're running about in. I don't know where else you'd be racing this around, but it's it's a really cool car. And there's actually Jay Leno drove this one, so there's a video about that. It's kind of a neat neat vehicle. That that's uh, that's impressive that somebody's put twenty thousand miles on that. It is awesome. I would love to have one of these. So I don't know what I'd do with it. I guess I would need some acreage first. Drive, drive it to the grocery store just to throw people off. <laughs> uh, uh, just a lot of interesting uh, auctions tonight. Just so, you know, just kind of like going off the beaten path like that a little bit too. It's it's it very interesting and and it's neat that uh, that you can see these sorts of things on bring a trailer. It kind of enhances the whole. I mean, it's amazing that they sell the, the cars, right? But they also you get the automobilia and. And just the wild variety of things that they have. It's, uh, I think that's the other point of this podcast for me too, is just getting to see things that uh, I would have no no reason to to see otherwise, you know. And then getting to hear people comment on it and learn learning something from it as well, you know. So it's it's a, it's pretty neat. Yeah, I agree. You know, just to kind of top that off, there's an auction ongoing right now. It actually it's just started fresh, ends in seven days. Somebody on Bring a Trailer is unloading a no-reserve 1995 Explorer XLT 4x4. And if you closed your eyes and pictured a Ford Explorer, Jimmy, what are you seeing? What color is it? What color interior? Ford Explorer? I don't know. Uh, white with a tan interior or something? I don't know. Yeah, you're 50% there. <laughs> so they probably all had tan interior. It's green. <laughs> just, that, just that regular Oh yeah. That, every explorer in the world was in the 90s i should have guessed green yeah yeah the yeah. eddie bauer edition <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's called yeah medium willow metallic green on beige it's 80 miles something like that 
But this is a car that, you know, you pop it up on this auction. If this was at a car dealership, you might get three grand out of it, right? Four grand. It's not going to go very far. Um, seven days left in this auction. It's already at 3500 bucks. So I'll probably do an update on that one, even though we didn't talk about it very much. But it's, I think it goes back to what you said. I mean, these are crazy things you just don't see. I mean, on a regular day, if you told somebody, hey, I'm going to buy a 95 Ford Explorer, I don't think anybody would even give you a high five. <laughs> they, they might not have back in 1995. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I like that steering wheel. It reminds me, I had a 97 Ford. Well, the whole dash reminds me of my 97 Ford Ranger. So I'm definitely getting a flashback there, which had a, uh, it was uh, kind of a red color with a beige interior. So very much like this uh, Explorer setup here. Yeah, it'll be fun to see where that ends too. So yeah, it's sweet. Bring a trailer is crazy, crazy stuff and just regular stuff that's going to sell for way more than it should, in my opinion. But it's opinion only, you know, something's worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. And you know that. That's right. Somebody had one of these in college and uh, they have enough money. And uh, well, two, maybe two somebody's had one of these in college and then it starts a bidding war. Right. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, who knows where this thing could go. Yeah, it'd be fun to find out. But I'm not I'm not anyway, seeing where this is the Eddie Bauer edition. So, I, you know, maybe ooh, maybe that price no, will be down a little bit. It's XLT only, Jimmy. You know, if it was the Eddie Bauer, oh, I'd yeah. get like 50 grand. <laughs> through the roof. Yeah, through the roof on that one. <laughs> then you could take it to Eddie Bauer and buy a shirt, but probably only at the outlets. I Just don't load think it exists anywhere else but an outlet mall. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. They don't have regular stores, which is a shame. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening this week. Jimmy, look forward to updates next week. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Any final thoughts, Jimmy? I uh, can't wait to see how these things turn out. And I uh, hope you guys have a, have a good week. <laughs>